Now boarding for Rebuild of Joycast, your weekly destination for anime, manga, and more. Welcome to the final season of Joycast, part 45. Val, Attack on Titan didn't end. No, it didn't, and I... I... <sighs> I've got this weird thing lately where I, I need to set myself, like, flagships for where I'm going to, like, start finishing stuff up. I recently finished Jujutsu Kaisen because I promised my buddy I'd finish it before the movie came out or before I went to see the movie with him. And I said to myself, well, I'll catch up with uh, Attack on Titan when I know it's going to be over. And uh, we're, now we're here. And uh, what is it? Another year ahead? Attack on Titan Final Season Part 3? More final seasons than Disney have LG the first LGBT character? They basically they said 2023. So who the hell knows what that means? But that should mean winter. That should mean like January. It should, but who the hell knows? Um I'm I could happy. accept winter twenty twenty I could accept winter twenty twenty two though. It's not gonna be twenty twenty two though. It's gonna be it's gonna be <sighs> I know. January twenty twenty three. It said twenty three at the earliest. If it goes any later, oh my gosh. So, here's the... Okay, so the good about this. It's always good that they're pacing themselves, all right? Mm. This season, this se season that just concluded, was very good. Very good. I don't care about all the whiners. Um, fucking uh, Mappa did an excellent job. However, as soon as this ended, I realized that we were not going to get another... Right, we were we weren't having a finale this year. We had to wait a whole other year. I reread the finale. There's only nine and a quarter chapters left of material left to adapt. To put that in perspective, well, how much would you say they get done in an episode? I, I I recently saw a friend say this, so I don't know where they're getting their information from, but I saw someone say a regular anime would normally cover about five. Also, chapters of a manga. That I don't believe is true. I feel like that's m no, no. I, I was just thinking like that doesn't sound quite right. That's not that's that's not even remotely true. Um, I can't say for certain for Attack on Titan. I only know my I I know the pacing of my hero perfectly. I know that is they they do two chapters exactly hmm. over over under two chapters per episode. Now let's compare that to One Piece, which does like nine pages. Yeah, episode. exactly. And considering how generous the chapters are for One Piece, that is, uh, that's a crime. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so there's nine and a quarter chapters of material left. I'm going to assume that Attack on Titan does a chapter and a half. Because they have longer chapters. Hmm. So, either... I, I'm praying that we're going to get eight tight episodes. That is my hope. Eight or less. I don't want them to rush it. Hmm. But I also don't want them to stretch it. This better not be fucking twelve episodes next season, because then they will be they will be stretching. I don't think they could. Because possibly. even though it is even though it is um nine and a quarter chapters, half of that is purely action, purely action set piece. So you could say even less than that. I'm more surprised that they didn't come out and say Attack on Titan the movie. Yeah, that, that that's what I was about to say. Is a lot of people suspected that. So, remember there was a two-week delay before this finale? Yeah. And everyone people was saying it was going to be an hour-long special. Yeah, or I something. suspected an hour-long special. Most people thought it would be an hour-long special. And it should have been. Or a movie. This is a bit concerning, but I'm willing to be patient. All right? That being said, 
from an outsider standpoint, I think this was a bad move because mm. you can only string people along for so long. I don't think Attack on Titan. I think I think that Mappa lost their opportunity for the largest gains. Again, I I I like that they prioritize pacing themselves, giving their animators a break. But let's be honest, they didn't. They are spread so thin amongst a million fucking projects. Working um, on Chainsaw Man, Jujutsu Kaisen season two, probably especially since the hype of the movies, probably like on. Yeah, but I think they missed their opportunity because I don't think Attack on Titan will ever have the level of mainstream attention it had again that it had this season. Who does I Demon don't... Slayer? That's not also Mapper, is it? No, that's UFO Table. Uh, yeah, you know what? I, th their name literally popped up in my head. I was thinking it was them. But yeah, you'd be, you'd be correct to mistake them, though. They're both high-quality studios that spread so thin. And we know one definitely evades taxes, and the other one probably does too. Um, but yeah, I don't think they're going to achieve this mainstream attention again. They're not going to get the same viewership unless they are willing to invest heavily into the marketing. But no TV anime ever has. They'll do it for the movies, to an extent. To some of the movies. But for a TV anime... There's no way. I think they missed their boat. They could have just... It was a big event. It was the ending of an epic. We were here. Everyone was here watching. Now we have a whole year to go. I don't think you get people back on this. I think I think now people ran to the manga finally. I think I think any, any lingering people who are dragging their feet to read the manga, I think they did now. Because I sure as hell revisited it. And mm. the one thing I didn't get was that quarter chapter. I read the original, but I didn't get that that epilogue that came out. That was oh, very Oh, yeah, that new one? The w yeah, 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 yeah. Which I am torn because on Saturday Jump, I have aired my grievances about this series. This is not the episode to do it. We'll come back some other time. But there's a lot Thank of things goodness. I do. Thank goodness. I, I'm spared that, that old rant. Val hates that rant. Uh, I just, there's a lot of audio that I think is very problematic. <laughs> No, no, I know, I know. I, I, you know I respect you, man. And the epilogue is fascinating because it feels like an acknowledgement. I said it before, like I said in Saturday Jump, can, can, the, uh, can the mangaka admit that either he's a fucking liar or he's a fucking idiot? And he doesn't know anything. what to do. I shouldn't have said anything. And in this, I'm not going into detail, but this epilogue seems to be a concession that he doesn't know what he was doing. Hmm. But even worse than that, it's a very nihilistic approach. Um, spoilers, I'm going to discuss the epilogue chapter of Attack on Titan. Go on. It basically ends, I won't say what happens, but Mikasa, but you, you it's, well it's, it's about the tree, because at the very end, they meet at that tree. That mm -hmm. tree that they met as children, this is where they bury Eren, and this is where Mikasa sits and becomes a fucking spinster for the rest of her life. Or maybe not, it seems like she was either married or had close friends at the end. But mm. this is also where they bury her as well. And then we see time pass. The tree grows. Technology improves. And then we see the bombing. We see a stealth bomber just obliterate Parody Island. And then we get a post-apocalyptic setting. We see a traveler approach that tree. And the tree bears a striking resemblance to the same tree that the original titan um 
It's not Historia. Historia is the girl who's... Ymir? Ymir, yes. Ymir, the original Titan. The founder Titan. It's very reminiscent to her tree. So, that clearly represents the fact that this is cyclical. That it is that this cycle will now repeat. The Titans will come back. And this war... And, and, and as we saw with the bombing, war never ends. Human nature never ends. So it never changes. We just keep going. I can only interpret that as complete nihilism, and I do not like that. That is very irresponsible in the current time that we are in right now. What is going on right now in the world, that is very irresponsible. And at in the top of that, as a writer, I know, I understand this shit is difficult. He picked, he picked a very difficult topic to talk about, but as a writer, it is both irresponsibility and privilege like it's the you're a writer you're supposed to be creative create an alternative be creative find another way and so that's why i acknowledge that attack on titan objectionably is one of the greatest anime manga ever put to paper ever put to television great but personally it has really dropped for me mm. i really like how it's made i like it the story is pretty solid engaging throughout but it's overall messaging and it's finale I just cannot stand by. And now I want to wrap that around to... Because I always I always criticize Horikoshi in My Academia about his messages. Mm -hmm. And I got to give the man credit. When his editors are stepping on his neck and they don't let him criticize politics and society. At least at the end of the day, the man always, always criticizes nihilism. That's the reason why... That's what we're approaching right now in these current chapters that we're about to discuss in My Hero. We're seeing the point of no return for certain villains, and it's when they finally or have always been turned to nihilism. They give up. They only want to deal death. And I like that Horikoshi always says, you know what? My characters might be fucking cops, but at least they're not nihilists. He thinks up of something worse, is what he does. And I I appreciate that. That's being creative. Going, well, I can't answer the cop problem, but I can answer not giving up and letting them do what they do. At least standing up and saying, hey, we gotta do better. At least, he, at least in his own words, in um, the early chapters that have always been consistent throughout My Hero is, heroes are people who interfere. They're people who don't stand by and let bullshit happen. They might be in the system, but they're not fucking sitting around letting shit happen. And I really appreciate that. And I and I, and and and, that, and that's why I just look at my I look at my hero, I look at Attack on Titan and go, I've always had these, I've always kind of compared these two back and forth and I'm like, "Ooh, my hero actually probably has more balls." Then Attack on Titan does in certain ways, more than certain manga. Now that I'm realizing, now as we get into the end game, get into that a second. G give me, give me some examples there. Uh, with my hero actually having some balls. Yeah, go on, go on. Well, as I said, it always, it always criticizes nihilism. Mm -hmm. Um, as as we were as we were about to see right now in the upcoming chapter with Dobby. Dobby, Dobby is the best villain in this series. Uh, he is a force of nature. I appreciate that he's a villain that's actually, besides All for One, far gone. He's pure vengeance. He's like, I'm going to fucking destroy every. I'm go. I am already dead, mm -hmm. and I'm going to destroy everything. He has already given. All for One, even though the guy was a jackass, even though the, the doctor, Doctor Japanese War Crime, is a fucking. These are terrible, bad people. 
Dobby got a second chance. They brought him back to life. Granted, they were either going to use him as a, uh, a pawn, but he escaped. In this week's chapter, he escapes. He has his free reign. He has a choice now. And he just won't move the fuck on. That's a, and, and in the storytelling, Horikoshi criticizes, he goes, yeah, shit fucking happens, but you gotta move the fuck on. Or you're fucking, you, you contribute nothing. And this goes for, and this goes for Shigaraki as well. Before we get the undunning of All for One, we get Shigaraki as a, as a pure nihilist, where he says, in actual quotations, it's all rotten beyond repair. He talks about hero society, the world, and people, and human nature in general. It's all run in. It's all run beyond repair. But that's where Midoriya, good little cop, fucking bland, plain boy, exists. Goodest boy. He says, "No, we can do something. I don't know the answer. My editors won't let me say what the answer is, but I'm gonna do my best because I'm the Deku who always does his best." And I'm like. That's more than most actually do that I'm now that I'm thinking about it. Because Attack on Titan, they really wussy foot around the idea of taking down Eren. And even Eren going, I had no choice. Even Eren admits that he just, he has, he has no choice. He has to fucking destroy the world. And I'm like, bitch, no, you could stop. You could stop anytime. You could, he literally could. But he doesn't. And he justifies it. And he, he plants these little fake memories. Well, these, these, like, timer memories that don't activate until after his death where he admits that. Yeah, yeah. And it's such horseshit. It's like he could have stopped. He really could have stopped. But he said, no, at the end of the day, and even in the messaging, someone's going to die. Someone's going to kill. That is literally the message of Attack on Titan. Someone is going to kill someone. We may as well be the ones doing the killing. So we can last just a little bit longer. I appreciate the complexity. I'm glad they brought it up to begin with. But oh my god, that is fucking irresponsible. Oh, I don't like that. Thank god for Mikasa. <laughs> she does something. She's like, she's the one who actually, even though she's torn because there's some shipping about, at least she's the one that puts it into him. Uh, I... It, 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 you are right, it is very hard. The entirety of Attack on Titan, especially at the end point, is really fucking hard, because it starts off with fighting, like, you know, uh, faceless, like, random it's a monsters it's, and everything. It, it, it but then it gets, but then it gets, zombie. Yeah, yeah, it's zombies, it, it, and it's easy. Yeah, obviously, but then it's, it's like... It's very easy, and it gets couple. And I really appreciate, I really appreciate how complex it gets. That is something to appreciate. That's yeah. the reason why it's one of the greatest of all time, but it can't be the greatest. And there's why some people just do the job better. Because it dug its heels at the end, and the writer went, I don't know what to do, and I'm not going to even attempt to try an alternative. I'm going to just let this end. And it's like, all right. You know me. I think it's fine if it's like that. Because I like Attack on Titan, and I like dreary shit and dark shit. This isn't dark, though. That's the thing. This is not dark. Oh, it, it's dark. No, it, it is it, not it, dark. It's, it's shit. No, it is. It is. When you get down to it, this is the kind of shit that's like, you know, go, that does go on in real life where people do have like that nature of, you know, 
fuck you, I, I'm going to kill you before you yeah, can even hurt me or I don't think that's that dark. I, I think yeah. that's very real. Yeah, and but it's good. But we're in the realm of fantasy, though. Yeah, yeah, no, I know, but it's like, a few months ago, do you remember how, like, a few months, maybe even week ago, uh, Berserk was getting criticized by people being like, how the fuck can anyone enjoy this? And, yes. and they're showing, yeah, no. everyone was showing this uh, very specific image of a woman's bare torso and loads of horror body parts, like, dangling, be, had been burnt, yes. cut, Please, and Val. it's very disturbing. Keep talking, keep talking everything. about it and prove my point. Keep talking about but, Berserk. But, but. Do it. You know how you would come to me and be like, Val, I like, what's it called? She-Ra Princess of Power. Yeah. I get nothing from She-Ra Princess of Power. I have seen it. I don't care Yeah, okay. For it. We're talking about genres it's here. it's childish. I exactly. We're talking about yeah, genres no, you, you, no, What you're talking about right now is that you like that it's dark. I'm not even talking about the darkness of this content. That's what I'm not talking about. Because I keep okay, talking about Berserk. Because Berserk is also dark. It, Berserk yeah, is yeah, way yeah. darker uh, than Attack on Titan. Attack on Titan has fucking goofy little fucking side notes. Literally in mm -hmm. this episode th that just came out, they're all like jumping around like monkeys over ice cream. All right, and and, and in the oh, final chapters, freaking uh, the the sniper chick suplexes Falco and shit. It's funny. No, but Berserk is dark. But here's what there is. But, but but Berserk, Kentaro says there is another way. Kentaro has an alternative. Because Berserk isn't about the death and violence and rape. But Kentaro's alternative is getting out of it through that and having to dig yes, through all that he bullshit. says it's about overcoming a bat. It's about turning the yeah, other exactly. fucking way. Val, I've been rereading Berserk. Yeah. And there's a scene that I fucking love. Is it when, and it's, it, and it's when he looks back at all of his friends, I know the one, after he beats the dragon guy, and he says... I didn't think I'd feel this way again. No, it's the one where he's like dying and like he's tired and he sees and he sees Griffith in the distance and, is, and instead of chasing him, he Guts goes the fuck to sleep. Mm. Because Guts says, I'm done. The, this, I, I literally only get more miserable. Mm -hmm. Revenge is bullshit. Him or me is such a bullshit mentality. And that's a very also Aaron Yeager move. Mm. Me versus him. Where Guts says, you know what? I'm just going to go fucking live my life. And notice how and, and Guts can do this without going on, a, on the offense. Because Aaron chooses to go on the offense. Guts is a defender. No, wait, 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 wait. No, they cannot. No, they cannot carry on with their lives. What are you on about? Well, yeah, because those yeah, because those demons will come after him. But he's not chasing Griffith anymore. He goes back to his. his Guts is getting chased by demons forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Aaron's entire nation is being fucked over by things that they didn't even fucking remember doing. Again, they they had a deterrent. The 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 the, the threat of the rumbling was enough. It was enough. No, it wasn't. Because they were all because as it shows at the very beginning of it, they were already planning on doing a fucking attack on them again. They had. They still had. They still had it. And again. And again. No. 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 no, no. This, this is did. the thing. This is the thing, though. It, it, it is such a hard topic to approach, but it is the fact that it is like in this kind of story, you versus them. It. it, it it's yeah. a horrible. But thing. But that's yeah, not what I'm getting. But you. You are correct. You're correct. But he. He. He's put in a very difficult position. Because again, as I'm dodging, I, I. I am admitting it is difficult. It is complex. But there is always another way, especially when it's a fucking fantasy. 
when it's a piece of fiction, there, there might be always, always another, another way. way. But maybe he could. He, but maybe he can't write that way. That makes it seem like it could actually. But yeah, but that's work why out. I just go to Berserk. Because again, it's not about the fucking violence. It's 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 about overcoming that. No, shit. I know it's not about that. It's not about the dark. It's about getting out of it. But then you have the people, obviously, that I was referring to being like, how could anyone possibly enjoy this, not knowing anything more about it, but just because they dislike a surface level, albeit very graphic thing, that they're suddenly like, well, there's no way that anyone could enjoy this or should enjoy this. If you do enjoy it, you're bad. And you, as you know, I hate that attitude about literature. And I respect your opinion on that. Naturally. No, I still, you know, here, let me, let me, let me say, Attack on Titan is still good. Objectionally, it's still good. No, I know, but I know, very entertaining. I know that you aren't the type of person who would then say, guy who writes Attack on Titan, you have no right to write ever again. I'm taking all of your pens away. No, he has the no, I, no, no, he better write again. He better write again, he better do fucking better. No, I don't want, I don't want his right taken away. No, I want him to do I don't it think better. it is a case of better, really. I, I, I think he did, a fine, except for obviously, Aaron, thank you for becoming a mass murderer for our sakes. Like, word for word. Which, and, look, and look what good that did. Look what good that did. It bought them a couple more decades. Mm. It's so fucking nihilistic. Yes. I hate that. That's not dark. Nihilism and darkness are two different things. Of course, of course. But I do think that that epilogue did make it even more bleak in the fact that he basically... No, it's, yes. it's like oh, cyclical. Oh, it clarified. It cl things I wanted clarified, the epilogue clarified, and it made it worse. Mm. It, 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 it just... It, I care for what you wish for. I should not have... I never should have asked for clarification. <laughs> and he gave it. And he gave it. And I went, wow, you fucking dick. <laughs> It'd be funny if more mangakas listen to this and every time they do, they're like, I want to fucking piss in that Ivan Leroy's Wheaties. I hope they do. No, no, I hope they do. Because whenever I get proven wrong, it means something good fucking happened. All right? It means someone did something right. Because uh, it is nothing but pure pessimism from my end. And I'm so sorry. Sorry, I, this was overdue after you were being so pessimistic about Ranking of Kings for some reason. I just had a, I just had a oh, bring it no, back. Yeah. It was my turn to eat the bull and grapes. I'm not, I'm not pessimistic about ranking kings. I know, you it's were just, just trying this... to be a contrarian, is what you were saying. No, no, I, it's just something comes over me Devil's when everyone's ab absolutely... Yeah, probably. I'm, being I'm an the asshole. Stop it. I'm the embodiment of devil's advocate. When everyone's sucking the dick or something, I need to, like, I'm not a devil's advocate, I'm just like... fucking right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but feel free to disagree. No, um, no, I know, I know. I like Attack on Titan, as you know. I think it's I think good. it's sick. No, I, I still think it's fucking sick. I'm just yeah. like, man, it's also really problematic. It just doesn't it just doesn't appeal to you with the way it's written towards the end. Yeah, it, it really flopped the ending for different reasons. Most people hate it because they don't like the fucking shipping. I'm fine with not nihilism. I like Devil Man Cry Baby. Do you not like Devil Man Cry Devil Baby? Devil Man Cry Baby is like some biblical shit. Again, that that fan is that is so high fantasy. It that's all humans are. We're all just biblical. It has I, nothing to do, do with her. It, there is no allegory to fucking history or events. Devilman Crybaby mm. is some fucking Greek epic shit that has nothing. It has no bearing in reality. Well, I, I insist, Ivan. How about you try? And it's gay how about as you, fuck. How about you come try violence, Jack, Ivan? No, no thanks. No, no, come on. Take a swig, son. No, I'm above the influence. <laughs> You're just scared. Yeah. You should be. No, don't don't read Violence Jack. You'd hate Violence Jack, probably. Alright. Let's get back yeah. on my hero though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's get back to it. Um, one of my favorite bits in this was the fact that Darby's the one. 
burning through All Might's statue. That was sick. You know, he's melting the stat. He's on top of the statue and it's melting. Bro, that is some sick imagery. It Horikoshi's is. going nuts. He's, have another week off, Horikoshi, because that's what he's doing. Yeah. Also, um, we need to discuss Darby. the chapter before, though. I'm just gonna, oh, we we do, missed that we? previously, oh, yeah, which, which is just Toga. To Again, I talk about the nihilism. Toga's like, fuck you guys. If I can't love the way I want, then y'all are fucking dead. I'm like, Pretty okay, much. we're just giving up on Toga's characterization. All right. Nihilism. We hate like it. We hate it here. Darby's. We hate it in this household. I like that Darby's going full fucking like Skeletor or some shit. I hope so. Oh, I hope he's fucking muscle and fucking Skeletor. He's got some... It, it, I, still, the eyeballs are still in there. His eyeball starts melting into liquid. Like, fuck yeah. Go! That's what... Horikoshi was always into that fucking... Freaking oh, Tim Burton shit. Oh yeah, like the, 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 the Nomu. The Nomu was freaking exemplary of that, I would say. Yep. They're not but like yeah. they're not quite visceral or anything, Nomu, but um you know, he, like he, he draws the line, he draws brains. a very fine line because censorship has a really weird relationship of with violence, how how you can get away with depicting it, and with the Nomu is a very great example of if you design them a very specific way, even though they're literally like teeth and brains and muscle and shit and all fucking like just jutting out, it's like, oh yeah, that's okay. As long as there isn't blood. <laughs> oh, fucking Dobby right now. He's fucking burning to death. He's literally his skin has come off. Well, as long as there isn't blood, he burned all the blood away. So now it's acceptable. How do you feel about this reveal, though, about Dobby? Out of curiosity, do you feel this like reveal? Oh yeah, we should discuss that. So just we to, really yeah, should. Dobby. So basically, this entire chapter is just Doctor Japanese war crimes. Freaking talking about the fact that he's telling us nothing we didn't already know. That Dobby is the greatest villain in my hero because he's the he seemingly seems to be the only one not connected to All for One, even when he is. This mm. is the guy who gave All for One the middle finger and ran. He's, he wakes up in a freaking hospital room, which um some of our fans in the uh, Discord server have noted that this is the same hospital room that um Overhaul was in as a kid. Oh. So we think he might also be attached to All for One because, of course, everyone's attached to All for One. Did All for One in his suit and fedora all alarm you? Yes. We, we, remember we discussed a couple weeks ago that All for One would never give Dobby a quirk because he's fucking reckless and, yeah. and too, too reckless and irresponsible? Well, it seems that All for One maybe didn't give him a quirk, but definitely resurrected him from the brink of death. Mm. And then his surgeons and the doctor did their best. They brought him back. He's kind of a husk. He's like, he's like literally like his soul is on the brink of death, but his body is basically a corpse. And now he's, he's running on pure vengeance right now, which is fucking sick. Can we agree we hate, we hate Sunflower, motherfucker? We don't know him enough, but yeah, he's a piece of shit. He's a piece of shit. He's gotta be a piece of shit. Um, and I, I was gonna say, Fedora suited, uh, all for one, just walking around in the, in the mountains or whatever. Uh, keeping eyes on people. It makes me more worry about uh, the stranger who brought Todoroki, I mean, uh, Tamura Shigaraki home. It's, it's, it's still, like, it's been confirmed. That, that's all for one. Yeah? You think you think it's definitely, all, they're gonna, like, reveal that soon? It feels like it's already been revealed. <laughs> it feels like we're already there. Unless this is another guy. It's either all for one or someone who works for all for one. Either way, it's always him. It's always him. I mean, I feel like that was a joke with uh, Gorilla Cop being like, is this one of your borings all for one planned this from the very yes, beginning? because Horikoshi is very self-aware. 
he knows. He he listens. He listens to the fans. Mm. And we know this because he just did an interview where he just admitted that he shortened the uh, the, the training camp arc. Oh. We've always talked about how we love My Villain Academia. Anyone in the West, because of our distrust of authority, we love the villains. Japan, as Horikoshi has revealed in the interview, his Japanese audience, the one that they always primarily listen to, fucking hates the villains. They fucking despise them. And that's a fucking shame. But this is this is the reason why, this is one of the major reasons why that art got fucked over in the anime. That's the reason why anything that has to do with the villains, apparently Horikoshi cuts short. He never lingers too long. But now, I mean, we're in the finale. You kind of have to give him their due. And I, it looks like he's he's finally telling his editors, hey, I got to fucking do this. I got to mm. talk about these guys now. But yeah, no, the, 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 the Japanese audience hates the villains. And and I like how uh, even the Chosen One, basically, he, he listens to both the, the, the American fans and the fucking Japanese fans because he also makes a lot of jokes with Bakugo about calling Midori a Chosen One. So he listens. The motherfucker listens. These guys are aware. I mean, are you sure they hate the fans? Wasn't Shigaraki at one point consistently, like, top five in most, like, characters in the series at one point? Like, during my villain. To an extent. He was kind of, I mean, of any of the villains, he would be the only one. I don't think he was to ever top five. Okay. I, I know he was doing... Ten. I know for a while he was doing well because we talked about it at one point and you were pointing it out a lot because it seemed to... I mean, we can lose coincide right with now. when My it seemed hero. to coincide with uh, him losing his free will and basically turning into a puppet. Yes, he definitely dropped the first popularity poll. Oh, he wasn't even fucking in it. Yeah, no, I he wasn't. He, he, he was nineteen. He was number nineteen with a whopping sixty-two votes. Uh, number two, he goes up to number seventeen, tied with Mineta. <laughs> <laughs> And there's no more of these rankings, unfortunately. I, oh, sorry. I could probably look them up here. Um, not top 10 in the third. He, it looks like in the fifth popularity poll, he finally, he just barely breaks into the top 10 in the fifth popularity poll, which would have been around the time of my villain. The fact that he got some focus definitely helps. So he's, he's there at number six, and then he fucking drops. And then he fucking drops astronomically. Which would have been the revelation that all for once pulling the strings. So he's there brief. So basically, basically, as much as they fucking, as much as the Japanese audience hates the villains, they couldn't ignore the my villain arc in the manga. They were like, okay, we could give this guy a chance, and he just grazes in the top ten, and then he drops again, and he'll never come back until he's revealed as a cute little soft boy like Midoriya, and they meet inside the mindscape, and Midoriya extends his hand mm -hmm. and saves him. And then he's redeemed because, oh, it was all for one's fault. It wasn't your fault. And now your hero name is Helping Hand. And, you know, it, it goes like... What a perfect name. I, I've, I, I, I wrote the... I, I'm Horikoshi's ghostwriter. I wrote the ending. Um, I think this chapter does a really great job, by the way, on the visceralness of, like, Darby's situation. Like, the burning is really good. It's awesome. It's awesome. Dobby's the best. And of course Dobby's it is. the best. He, he spent he spent another week on this chapter, I believe. Oh yeah, we'll get another we'll get another week. But that being said, was the origin story necessary? Fuck no. It really wasn't. <laughs> it I, wasn't. You wanted to prove his fucking conviction? We already knew it. We were taught we were this is the, what we said a lot during the um the post uh the post vigilante Deku arc mm -hmm. era of those couple months where we said 
We're being told nothing we didn't already know. At least this looked sick, though. Yeah. At least it looked... At least we got some sick imagery. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, But this oh, is oh, this oh is death. not new intel. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I took it as gospel, basically, the other week when I asked you, like, what was Darby doing before he got into the League of Villains? And, we, and, and you basically he said... He was dead. He was just fucking dead. Puttering about. <laughs> and, like, it confirms that, that, yes, he was puttering about. But... I, I, I'm in it with you, basically. I'm also really tired of All for One being behind everything. I mean, we're tired of nothing we can do about it. Yeah, there was a point where I was a bit worried, like, um... I thought it was going to, like, Kingdom Hearts territory, where it was, like... Where, where he was talking about seeds with untapped potential, and, um... The, the, the potential, uh... Bo host bodies for him in case Shigaraki failed and everything. And as cool as this stuff is, where, like, the Doctor's being like, Oh, man, Darby's so evil. He's so hateful. His power's just so, like, you know, like, fuck. That All For One didn't even want to fucking touch it. You know? I mean, it, well, it's here, basically here, saying I mean, they he has... explain that All For One literally, like, like, pun intended, Scorch Earth method. He's like, if Shigaraki doesn't work out, I'm going to get a bunch of fucking potential vessels, even if they, they're definitely not going to work out. I'm gonna have them there. As yeah. we see, we also see in this chapter of Vigilantes, which we should get to next, Alfaron was also trying to get fucking Koichi. Yeah. Yes, he was. He wanted his hands on that. This motherfucker does, has very low standards for a vessel. He's like, I'll mold it later. I will mold it later. If it escapes, oh well. So I, I'm guessing it is. It's nothing to do with the fact that his power, like, it is also self-immolation. I'm guessing it's more the fact that Darby is so driven by revenge that there's no way that All for One would have the power to kind of get into his head and take that body like he can with Shiggy. I'm assuming there's something to do with like willpower. Yeah, in there. I, I, I think Do Dobby, Dobby's too much of a fucking badass. Yeah. He's too he's too angry to die. He's too angry to give up the ghost. Yeah. To which, which, is, which is cool as fuck. But um, I was really hoping to just get into into something in this chapter. I felt like the previous thing was enough. I mean, Darby's been waiting so long. He wants to beat the shit out of Todoroki. I thought he was just going to go for it. Like, right there and then for this chapter. Like, he's waited this long. Yeah, but next next chapter, I think either they're finally going to face off or we're going to get a vignette. Because we also, we've gotten the details of the Toka fight and we have the details of the Dobby fight now. Mm. We now need All for One versus Endeavor. We, we need to see what's going on in the mountains, because we've seen what's going on at Sky High. We've seen what's going on at the Aquarium. We've seen what's going on at Kamino. We need to know what's going on in the mountains. You are right. I mean, we ha we we were in the... Then we'll let them all play out. When I think about it, we've been... We were... We were at the floating UA for a long time, actually. We spent a good amount of time, and we spent some time here. Yeah, So yeah. we'll see. We'll, we'll, like I said, we spent some time at the Aquarium. We're, we're, everyone's getting their due. It's good. The pacing is... Sure. No, yeah, pacing's The pacing's good. good. I can't I, complain. I, I, I was just hoping to maybe get into something in in this one, and like you said, nothing we don't know. It's set up. We're all we're all just setting up now. The 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 thesis has been stated. The abstract of this fight has been proclaimed. Now we need our abstract and our thesis for the next fight. There's one more still missing. After that, we'll let them all play off. Deku will run across Snake Road to get in time for the Saiyan fight. Yeah, and then we'll let them fight after everyone's sitting down. But Shigaraki and Deku will face off. Yeah. When when all hope seems to be lost. Who do you think out of these groups is gonna be the first to buckle? Endeavor. Hmm. 
I was thinking more on the side of the villains, where I actually would love it. I know it wouldn't happen. Oh, Dobby, Dobby! The first, the first villain to go will be Dobby. He's a firework. He's gonna, he's gonna blaze very brightly and go out very fast. They, they, ain't, they ain't gonna let Todoroki struggle, baby. They, no, the, the, the fangirls will send death threats. They will send bombs to the situation. I really think they will Spinner. Not, they will not let that boy struggle for Spinner long. Spinner is going to come in the eleventh hour with something. Yes. Fact, it wouldn't surprise me if he came in with uh, all for one betrayal. To be honest, Spinner's got Spinner has yet to have a like fully formal introduction to his quirk. There's something we are still missing there. I think the only thing that could save Spinner right now, or get Spinner to do something like actually relevant or interesting to me, well, is to save Shigaraki. He, uh, that is his loyalty. Yeah, but I want him to meet Stain or something, and I want Stain to be like. You're a fucking poser, dude. And he's like, what? Yeah, he's no. just staying like fucking slap him around. Yeah, he's Come bitchless. <laughs> Touch grass. You fell off. Ratio. Get out of my sight. Incel! <laughs> he just fucking slashes his fucking head off. Doesn't even do yeah, that. He throws rocks at him and Spinner like runs back into his fucking house, never to be seen again. I hope I hope Stain says you fell off. <laughs> I, I think that's overdue. I, if Horikoshi doesn't, this will be trash. It'll be worse than Attack on Titan. So Vigilantes. What are we thinking? We got two chapters. Of Vigilantes. Well, the first chapter of Vigilantes. Spoilers. Nothing much happens. All, all, sorry, All Might shows up and blasts all the bomber. The bomber overclocks away. The day is seemingly saved. So now six basically is hiding in the shadows or in plain sight it seems he moves so fast that people cannot see him plainly which is kind of sick mm -hmm. but he uses the it like is, dobby uh, like dobby he's also just a husk ready to die and with his final last remaining moments of life he decides to give koichi a scar and says remember me bitch <laughs> and explodes i <laughs> I found that fucking insulting to a degree. I was like, yeah. you've broken this lad's entire body, and you're like, now I'm gonna cut you. Because that's how childish and petty this guy really was at the end of the day. I actually adore this. Yeah. Ha ha ha, I gave you a scar! Ooh, jazz hands! Twirls mustache and explodes. Like, fucking bravo. He was meant to bravo. look like Koichi, right? Slightly? Yeah, oh yeah, he was absolutely meant to look like Koichi. Like, I, I, I'm i seeing that. I was, like, looking at it over and over again, and I was like... We've already, we've already, we've already addressed this ages ago, that his face is literally... He's literally bizarro Koichi. He's so obsessed with Koichi, he wears his face. Mmm. I mean, there was that point where I was like, oh, wait, Stain? I, I, I thought I, I, it was Stain's face for a minute? It looked a lot like Stain, but that has to do with the artist having a very specific... Kind of like how Oda can only draw, like, two types of girls... This artist only has, like, two types of guys that aren't previously designed by Horikoshi. There's at least three girls. There's at least three girls. But they're all his wife, Val. <laughs> <laughs> um, I really don't... I don't appreciate the fake out on Knuckle Duster and Pop dying. Oh, I don't, too. I hate this. I, I'm like, boo! Come on! But wouldn't that be nihilistic? No, it wouldn't be nihilistic. They they died no. as heroes. They made a difference before they went. They didn't they didn't go, oh man, I can't wait to fucking die and take people down with me. No, man. They were like they they were they were passing the baton to Koichi. Yeah, no, it was nice when they like went up and I was like, oh my god, they're dead, but now it's trying to do but now it really feels like they're trying to do a fake out on Koichi fucking died or something. Oh yeah, now it's a fake out. Now he's not gonna die though. We all know this. 
I mean, he can. He's got to get with his cop adjacent big titty wife and live in America happily ever after. Exactly. Away from all exactly. The of the mainline series. I, I, I shit you not, Val. It, when this ends and we don't get that ending, I'm going to have to redraw that ending. <laughs> Make it go viral. I, I, I refuse that ending. I let Attack on Titan get away with this shit. I will not let Vigilantes get away with my, <laughs> from a perfect ending. It's right there. It's in my brain. Please, you. I will. I will literally donate to science if it means we get the right ending. My big wrinkly brain. But yeah, so this is ending in, I think, about three chapters. Basically... Thank fuck. Every... I'm so goddamn happy this fight is over. I am happy this fight is over. But yeah, Shonen... So now a lot of shit is ending. Because guess what? Golden Kamui is ending at the end of this month. <gasps> really? Yes, it's done. Oh. It's it's done. I just read a chapter where they're, like, there's only like one more guy to gank and it's over. And it's going to happen next chapter. But then they got to find... Wait, but then they got to find the treasure. Then again, it's they like, already they already did they already found the treasure. They found the treasure. Oh, they had the treasure for a couple months now, Val. Get up with the times. Damn, well, that's the, I don't read it. I started watching the anime with two of my friends like a month ago. Okay, I'm I'm up to date on the manga, so I won't spoil it for you or the audience because it's okay. definitely worth reading. But no, I'm 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 gonna read that now. But the great the greatest treasure since One Piece, man. Um, uh, but yeah, yeah, Golden Conway's ending, and I'm running out of things to read. It's I a am great getting... recipe for squirrel brains, isn't it? For what? The squirrel brains. I, there's a point where oh, that's what the golden Conway is. Yeah. The uh, a recipe for squirrel brains. Oh my god, you figured it out, Val? God, I, I, honestly, I. They we, better we, eat think... some brains before it fucking ends. I'll be pissed. That'll be another ending that needs to. Uh... I think we've both been running out of things to read. I, I need to. I'm, I'm gonna start reading Jujutsu Kaisen. My friend is telling me like it. It seems more like something I would enjoy as a manga lately. Um. God, I wanted to reread some stuff. I was thinking about uh, Green Blood. The other day, rereading that 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 shit's sick. Yeah, cause it's been a few years for me now. Yeah, I just read a new one called Platinus No Me, which Platinus is a no um, it's a it's it's a it's a family drama, that's kind of disguised as a medical manga. Uh oh. Where it's just about this it's about this young pediatrician, and it's very authentic. Like as I used to work in pediatrics, it's actually a yeah. very authentic take on it. Um, where they just talk about how um, it's very underfunded. Um, it, it, the, you, you kind of walk a tightrope with budget. Like you basically pediatrics is usually like the first department that any hospital will cut. And I like how they talk about walking that fine line. But again, this is, this is fantasy where there's an idealism to it, where that's how it starts off like that. But then the story kind of dedicates itself to finding like, they, they, basically the main character is the son of another head, like a head chief of medicine doctor mm -hmm. who basically shut down a pediatric unit, which ended up basically breaking his fucking wife's heart and then she fucking died. And so this kid kind of reasons Pediatrics to become a pedi is like kids. Children. Right? Yeah, ki Children. Ki a kid yeah, no, a, I, a, a kid doctor. But I, you know, it's, it's weird. I, I, why why is it that when I think pediatrist I think it's something to do with feet? Is that like another word? Podiatry. Like Podiatry. Podiatry. Thank okay. But that, pediatrics, that, but yeah, in, yeah, in yeah. the UK and the states they probably call it pediatrics, so spell so you can honest mistake. Um but yeah. So he ends up teaming up with his dad to build a better pediatrics unit in honor of their late mother. Okay. And I, I, re I really like it. Um, it's a very humanistic approach. The doctor, the, the son, the main character is a very patient doctor in a field that has very much lost its patience and lost its heart. I really like it. It's very new. There's not much, so I've already caught up on it. And I want more. Unfortunately, it's very hard to get a hold of it because it's not a major publication. Mm. Um, but I, I was really enjoying it, and I highly recommend that people get their hands on it. 
Um, okay. Otherwise, me and Stina are becoming seasonal trash again. Um, we're, we're watching anime seasonally now. You're going to watch um, Shield Hero Season 2? Nope, not watching <laughs> that. But uh, Spike's Family, Kaguya-sama is on its way. We haven't seen that yet. That Tiger should be Bunny this weekend. Season two. Tiger and Bunny Season 2, motherfucker. I haven't seen it, but I want to see it immediately. You and I literally... I. I you watched Tiger and Bunny back in, like, 2019, I think. We bought, yeah, back in the old, you know, way before then, like, 2016, 2017. Yeah, and, and then you were like, hey, Val, I'm at the tail end of Tiger and Bunny. Do you want to watch it with me? And I stayed up, like, for the rest of the night watching it with you. Yeah, something. we bonded over that, man. Yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Love that. I'm so happy that's back. I can't believe it's back. I can't believe <sighs> it was even that remotely popular. I'm kind of sad it's on Netflix, though. Oh, is it? Oh, Netflix is going to fucking ruin it. Uh, well, I mean, they've already put out, like, I, I literally sat there, and I saw on the website that I use a lot of the time when I'm just, like, looking at seasonal stuff, I was like, Tiger and Bunny? Season 2? Episode 13? What? Is that... Do, do they mean, like, the second... And I looked. Yeah, it's all there. It's all out. And it's... And I think people have come to accept with Stone Ocean recently. That's been, like, the biggest thing. Stone Ocean's model on Netflix really ruined, like, the staying power of people actually talking about that. And yeah, it ruins oh, oh, it so much for JoJo anime. fans are pissed. We're really fucking pissed. Am I oh, even a JoJo I fan feel, anymore? I feel for you. You guys got fucked over. I mean, I don't know if you know this. I, I don't hate part six or anything. But it's one of my well, least favorite you parts. Like part seven, because you love part seven. I do love part seven, but, I, but, I, but you know me. I'm not I the kind of person... I'm not the kind of person who's all like... Well, I like this more, so I'm going to try and take away from your thing. I'll tell you what I dislike about it and everything, but part six, it, it's not a strong part for me, especially the things that it was about to get into, except for maybe Planet Waves, that's badass. But there is just so much stuff coming up that I'm really curious about, and I was kind of excited for, because it was so badly done in the manga. Um, the Feng Shui, and um, I want to say Yo-Yo Ma... Jailhouse Lock. Yeah, there are there are a couple like you know things that they did really poorly. Green Baby. Yeah, small gr uh, grass of green, green grass of home or something like that. Sorry, I I've been having like talks about JoJo with my friend. And I've been forgetting slip shit. I've been slipping up really badly. And I was like, I used to be a goddamn maestro of this shit, a historian, and now I'm like slipping up on basic crap. But yeah, loads of JoJo fans really pissed off about that because we've got to wait till next year, don't we? Riding in the streets, yes. That's yeah. horrible. That's even worse than what Attack on Titan's doing. Yeah, and this will, I believe, officially mean that if it is going to go the way it does and they're just going to put out another maybe 12 episodes or something like that, they ain't going to get it done because JoJo is freaking long. They're pretty long seasons, aren't they? They're, they're usually about 36ers is usually yeah. what it is. Or part more. one and two, they were short, obviously. Um, I mean, part two is basically also part one. Basically, I, I, ju I judge from part, because part three is like ridiculously long, because that's all filler. It's about but, 50 uh, four or so episodes. five, they were always like 30s. Yeah, yeah, they were. Like, they were attempting to be efficient, and they were still long. Mm. And uh, now, at the rate that Netflix will go... We're assuming we're, this is probably going to be the longest wait for a season of JoJo. It's going to be the longest production cycle, that's for sure. Yeah, and... From start um, to finish. Quite frankly, I still feel like the production side of JoJo Part 6 was... Rushed. 
It, yeah, and it was like, look at part five. Anyone who goes back, if you look at part five, it is the best looking part yet. I, I concede, I'm still, I'm so like deliriously, like delusionally obsessed with part four. But yeah, part five objectionably is the better looking of all the seasons by far. It really is. I remember when I was looking at the model sheets in part six, um, I was taken aback by the lack of depth in the models or what I was seeing. I, I feel like the color palette in general in part six doesn't look that good when you compare it to part four, where it was really popping everywhere and it looked fucking incredible. All the characters had so much depth in their designs and everything. Everything just looks great. And part six looked like a downgrade. And it, make, and it really makes me hurt for this. I mean, maybe I can forgive it if they just take a long time now and get the whole thing done. and or, or at least release it weekly. I know Netflix isn't known to do that very often. They do it with a few things. People don't do it that much. But I think JoJo is one of those things that they should release weekly. Yeah, they I won't think they though. Did that with... Unless they're gonna listen to feedback, but I doubt that. Did they do it with Beastars? They released Beastars weekly, I think. I think they did. Beastars I just, didn't. I, I yeah. don't watch a lot of Netflix on and Netflix. I don't watch. I don't watch a lot of anime on Netflix. My only one I remember I is Blue that. Period, and that was weekly. You, you liked Blue Period, didn't you? I really liked Blue Period. Did you keep up with the manga? I have not, and now that I'm running out of things to read, that's probably going to happen. Mm. But the problem with the the reason why is my same criticism of the anime. It's too technical. It's a lot of technical babble and dribble mm -hmm. that gets boring very fast. I'd rather watch. I'd rather just wait for the next season if it comes. That's 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 a fair assessment. I, I get that yep. kind of thing, yeah. But other other seasonal anime, so me and Stina, we for interesting, we watched Tomodachi game. I know nothing about this. I saw that. What is it? Is it like a squid game kind of thing? It's it's like a squid game kind of thing, in quotations. That's literally what we kept saying as we were watching this last night. Um, it's of the death game genre, but there's no death. Um, it's a game. It's 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 more psychological than anything because when we see it's like, oh, this looks interesting. Let's watch it. I'm like, oh, this is gonna be another fucking bunch of high schoolers find a game on their cell phones and they start killing each other and it's fucking stupid. I was like dragging my feet. Only. It was the last thing we watched last night as we were doing our little seasonal crawl. And I, I I was like, oh, but it ended up probably being my favorite thing we watched because it really wasn't about death. It wasn't cheap. It's still derivative as they all these things are, but it really leans into the psychology. Um, it's about it's just about a group of friends and they really emphasize that they're all such good friends We are the bestest best friends best friends could ever best around with and this whole game is dedicated to Fucking making these guys turn on each other not to kill each other, but just to fucking hate each other This is this is purely psychology and I like it oh. and 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 the main character is very much power of friendship motherfucker he, he's the guy who's going to try to hold everything together while the rest of his friend group just implodes. This is going to... It's very... The first episode was very entertaining to watch. I don't think this maintains interest. I think we'll eventually drop this. But so far, so good. Otherwise, we also watched Birdie Wing Golf Girl Story. Purely, just purely on the title. We're like, what the fuck is this? And we watch it. And it starts off as a golfing anime. 
you know, you, you would assume based on that title, it's cute girls doing golf. Mm -hmm. And yeah, they're there. But this turns into fucking gritty. This girl poses as other golfers and does like these gritty behind the scenes jobs. She's a, if, if such a sentence exists, she is a mercenary golfer. She golfs for fucking cash. She's not a professional. I don't know why she's not a professional golfer. That's, a, that's literally the first thing that uttered my mouth as I said to Cena. Wouldn't all her problems be solved if she just golfed professionally and got brand deals and shit? So eventually, we don't get an answer for why she doesn't just do this. Oh, okay. But she's really like a back alley fucking golfer. She golfs in fucking train yards and warehouses for cash. She does bets and gets a lot of fucking oh, money. Oh, like, which wait, she wait, uses. wait. Is this like city golf? This is like city golf, I guess. Yeah, we're like... Where, but, but she also golfs on golf courses as well. Yeah. But she always does it for bets. Why? To pay off the police so all her apparently migrant friends don't get fucking deported. And she lives on the street. She never sleeps. She's hot, but somehow grizzled as fuck. There's a noir film to it. They literally dedicate like five minutes to a music video where she literally stands at the edge of bridges and leans against graffiti walls. <laughs> she would smoke if the ESPR rating would allow it. <laughs> it's so fucking weird, but we couldn't turn away. We're like, hey, if this gets bad, we'll turn it off. And we watched the whole thing. We watched the whole first episode. Oh, damn. She is smoking hot blonde bombshell. She is. Um, but yeah, she's she's a mercy golfer. She literally, she's called the Rainbow Bullet, and she has different colored bullet shots. And one of them, she literally fires a ball, go a, a golf ball through a tree. Literally, there's this like literally this begins with an obstacle. She she faces off with this hoity-toity rich girl, and she's like, oh, the first hole of this golf course has a tree planted in the middle, so I'll have to do a fade shot. So she's getting very technical and is playing golf, and the main character goes. Boosh! She just like fires the golf ball through the tree, and the girl and the and the and the rival goes, "I quit. I'm not doing this. Fuck you." <laughs> <laughs> I got I got a fucking tournament that to do, sounds... and I'm like, you know what? I appreciate this. Efficient. This sounds good. <laughs> I do, I can't. Good would be generous. This is very entertaining. <laughs> that's all I desire. You know, that's it's my. Very that's pulpy. all I want. It is pulpy golf enter. If golf could be pulpy entertainment, it is here. But that being said, the, the art style is very fucking sanitized. It's very colorful and sanitized, so I mean, don't get too There's two things excited. I'm going to do. There's two things I'm going to do. I'm going to walk away from this, and I'm going to carry on reading Tepu, and then I'm going to yeah! I'm gonna watch Birdie Golf Girl Story. Birdie, Birdie Wing Golf Girl Story. You say the whole fucking title. Birdie Wing Golf Girl Story. Tiger and Bunny Season 2? What the fuck is that? Yeah, otherwise, then all we have left is, uh, said Tiger and Bunny, Spike's family, and Ka Kaguya-sama. The queen is back, everyone! I was trying to watch some old stuff the other day, actually. As usual. Because I'm- I'm- I would be terrible at this job, really. If this were just me, I would be terrible. I'd be like, uh, hey, everyone, I'm- I'm watching, um... What Boo, did I watch? not relevant! <laughs> Boo, you're watching things from the 2000s! What Boomer. did I watch? I watched Chobits the other day. Oh. Do you remember Chobits? It's been a while. Okay, it's about this dude. He's a farmer. He's a very earnest lad. You know me. I'm, I've, I've got a soft spot for earnest lads. You've either got to be like, you know, war crimey, or you, or you just gotta be a generally nice, earnest person. Those are the two ends of the, of the, uh, you know, morality spectrum for me that appeal to me, and nothing in between, Ivan. You know this. No complexity. Yeah. <laughs> no. Um. 
and he goes away for university and he lives out in the sticks and he is taken aback by the futuristic Tokyo that he's found himself in. Uh, wait, in fact, he's not even going away to college. He is going to away for cram school so that he can get into college. I mean, that's Japan in a nutshell. Yeah, that is what he is doing because he is not actually that academic, but he wants to go away to university. I gotta go to school for school. And he is taken aback by the futuristic setting and how everyone is obsessed with not smartphones, but cybernetic women who act as your daily planners, phone calls, anything that you like, you know the drill. And naturally, being a student, not even a student, but a cram school student, he can't afford one of these things. But he serendipitously ends up finding one out in the street, and it's that typical shit. Uh, it, it's cute. Uh, you're it, like, you're like also explaining after Young. A film that just came out recently. Oh, what's that? I adore. Oh, yeah. Starring fucking Colin Farrell. Oh. The angel. <laughs> Fair enough. And, no, uh, but I know. I like... Please go on. I am I'm, I'm intrigued. Okay. Uh, I only watched the first episode, but I was, like, sat down with a friend. I was doing what you and Steena were basically doing the other day. Um, I was... We were just watching through first episodes... Yeah. ...of things that I thought he would probably enjoy. Yeah. Um, and Showbiz so happened to be one of them. Uh... That's basically as far as it got. Basically, he comes across this fucking, like, very young-looking robot. Uh, he, he, he's per he tries to be perfectly gentlemanly to it, except in certain circumstances, like, where the designers evidently put the on switch and everything like that. Um, but it was alright. Like I said, it, it's not really for me, though. I was literally going through things that he liked, and I was like, yeah, maybe this. Uh, then I watched... What did I watch? In fact, there was a weird theme with it where for some reason there were robots in everything that I showed him. Female robots. That's I just anime. You just described anime, motherfucker. <laughs> and uh, I'm trying to remember what the second one was. I feel... Wait, that was it. I showed him Ghost in the Shell, the movie, but it, he was falling asleep. I basically... I can't remember what the in-between one was. Big O! That was it! Big O! I showed him three I, I, I things! I was gonna say, there, there's a connecting theme. There's a robot girl in that, too. Exactly. I was trying to think who was the robot girl that... Because the connecting theme, I even said at the end of the night, I was like, I'm sorry about that, by the way, man. For some reason, I thought you'd be really into shows that involve a future where people definitely fuck robots. Who wouldn't be? So I showed him showbits. Then I showed him Big O, which I actually unironically enjoy because it is so fucking good. You've seen Big O, obviously. Yes. Yeah, it's fucking Same good shit. Same people animated fucking giant Robo. Of course, I would fucking watch that. Ivan, Ivan Leroy, you, you're a louse, Ivan Leroy. That's the line. <laughs> uh, yeah, and he, he really enjoyed that. Uh, because he's so film noiry and everything. Roger Smith is so goddamn cool. He's voiced by Steve Blum. Our Dorothy is just a uh, freaking is precious as hell. God, that series is so good in the first season. I I, I kind of like the second season just because it gave it an ending. But it like nothing beats that first season. It is still one of the slickest looking anime, Ivan. It's so good and it's It's very bad. indicative in the 90s. So freaking good. Like through good. and through. And then Black I Black paper. Yeah, yeah. And, and then I showed him uh the first 20 or so minutes of Ghost in the Shell, but he was not enough. We we was we'd stayed up late. Um 
so we called it there uh but he enjoyed all those things those were literally what i watched this week and then i think i mentioned um i mentioned on twitter i saw jujutsu kaisen the movie and i, I think i think i even mentioned it at the literal start of this podcast and that was really good by the way really enjoyable i'm sure uh is it payo is it payo that bothers you about like watching that no, it's host. It's, it's host. host. I, I, I was about to say, I couldn't and remember. And we had to dig our heels in. It ain't going to be long, though, because once that comes out digitally, I know we're watching it for movie night. So our days are numbered. Yeah, Our days enough. are numbered. We mean, Steven, we'll have to watch Jujutsu Kaisen again. I actually have to say the movie is not bad if you want to just jump onto it, because it's a prequel. It's Good. A, it's literally a prequel. Because I don't want to watch the TV series, but I will gladly watch this movie. And I would say, I would say that, it, I mean, like you, like as you know, all I want from my anime movies now is that they're canon to some extent, except for One Piece. I'm kind of fine with that being like side stuff where they just drip feed us things. For example, I, I might be wrong, but I'm pretty sure I remembered the other day that One Piece Film Z is the first time we ever find out that um, Aokiji got his freaking leg taken by a Kainu. Because yeah. Luffy and them meet him in a hot tub and he stands up and he's not got his leg and he like forms an ice uh, peg leg f with his devil fruit. It is so freaking cool. I, 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 like, I like how One Piece does movies with original story and then tells us little bits and bobs about the universe, the world as a whole that are actually canon. I think that's kind of cool. I, I'm down with well, that. Well, because One Piece's world is structurally set up that way. Yeah. The fact that if you have an original movie, you're still... Cause, cause, because the world is a character in One Piece. So whenever you tell a new story somewhere outside where you're used to in the manga or the anime, you're going to get something new and supplementary. It's, it's always a joy. Yeah. It, and I like that. It, it's one of those things I've recently had, had to... Now, I've known it for a long time. If people aren't down with the world of One Piece, if they don't care about the world, they're never going to get into the story. Exactly. Exactly. Like I said, because it is a feature, it is a character in this world. The world, oh, what a glorious place. Mm -hmm. so they, the character's name was stayed right in the very fucking beginning. Um, but yeah, uh, speaking of One Piece, though, Val. You caught up! I'm caught up on One Piece. And how do you that, feel? How do I feel? I would like to say how I feel, but Val, our train has arrived at the stop. What the fuck? Don't do this to me! Actually, not, not, oh, it's going past the stop, and it's heading straight for the ocean. Is what it's doing right now, Val. Of course, it's like it's like spirit tracks. There are those tracks that go into the ocean. It's going it, off the rails, it it's going into oh. the ocean. The, a sail just came off the top of our train. Well, and, we'll, and we'll have to know what happens next week. What? When we, when we venture next week into my overall thoughts and my catching ups with One Piece, and more particularly the Wano's Country Arc. Yes! So, yes! see you next week, everyone! Yeah! Mind the gap as you exit our podcast safely. Rebuild of Joycast is hosted by Ivan Leroy and Valentine Stokes. Leroy's written and directed works can be found on the Joyride Entertainment YouTube channel and the soon-to-be-released original web manga, Paramedic. Val's dulcet tones can be heard in many of your favorite anime and web series, such as Ruby, Death Battle, Tribe 9, Lackadaisy Cats, and more. This episode was edited by Stina Carey, with YouTube version edited by Cody Rock. 
Music provided by Lo-Fi Geek. Intro and outro narration by Stina Carey. Outro music composed by Michael Payovich. Logo and visuals designed by Ivan Leroy. Rebuild of Joycast is produced by Joyride Entertainment and Rock Voice Productions, LLC, and made possible thanks to Patreon donations from generous listeners like you. This month's highest-tiered Patreon producers are Mr. Host, Austin, Hi Romadina, Gooner Bear, and Fluffy Giggles McCool Kid. If you would like your name shouted out at the end of each podcast, an invite to our private Discord to interact with fans, cast, and crew, or early access to all of our content, be sure to check out Joyride Entertainment's Patreon. Links provided in the description. Thank you for keeping Joyride's engine burning.